You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's up, y'all? This is Dre with Build 206, Brothers United in Leadership Development, Build 206 Media. We're in the Dancing in the Rain Media Studio, and I'm here with my young brother from another, Ed. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, for sure. Let's let's jump into this interview. So, Ed, tell us a little bit about your background and the work that you have been doing and are doing in community. Yeah, so, um, yeah, my name's Ed. Uh, you know, I'm from the Central District. Uh, family been here since the 40s, you know, what I'm saying a product of, you know, what I'm saying hood culture and um, yeah, some of the stuff that I've been doing in the community over the few last few years is um, uh, security for, you know, community events and for community gatherings, um, educational pro educational programs uh, for youth, um, uh, self-defense trainings. For both adults and and youth, um, and just all around, just really pushing, you know, a, a culture of unity in our communities amongst um, Black and African people. That's what's up. So, did is this always something that you wanted to do? Is that kind of work that you always wanted to do from when you were younger? Did you kind of how did you get into it? Like, what what was the process? Um, well, so uh, so I'm from the Central District. I grew up, you know. Uh, gang banging, you know what I'm saying? I'm still from where I'm from, you know, but um, understanding uh, my hood and all of our hoods, you know, from everybody who, you know, grew up in that life, you know, uh, um, I got to doing research, you know, in my early 20s um, and really just uh, reading history, um, you know, because I grew up, you know what I'm saying, on the red side of things. And uh, <laughs> we um, we're not we're supposed to know Swahili, you know what I'm saying? You know, we'd be like Damu. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, blood, parus, we'd be like Damu, you know what I'm saying? Which is uh, Swahili for blood. So I started looking, I started looking up, um, you know, why, uh, why, why that it was. And it led back to, you know, prisons and people being able to speak a speak a language that nobody knew. And then it went back even further that they were implementing that particular language because it's an African language that um, is um, mo the most used African language in the world by Africans all over the world. So, um, yeah, and then it led me to, like, researching more and finding out that Bloods and Crips are just bastards of the Black Panther Party. So, um, yeah, so that plus seeing my neighborhood, you know, really get snatched up, you know, because as gang members, you know, we're territorial. Um, seeing my neighborhood get snatched up under me and it wasn't from, you know, any enemy hoods. It was from, you know, people with deep pockets. Right. So that made me, um, you know, just more aware of who I was and made me want to even become more aware of of who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing in the community. And it led to me doing this type of work. So can you talk about your organization a little bit? Yes, uh, the Black Elephant Party. Um, we really started in 2017, and you know uh, it's been ebbs and flows, just learning um, through it. Because I mean, 
We ain't never done nothing like it before. Um, lost weight, gained weight, um, and just really uh, have been being scientific with how we move so that we learn from our past mistakes and take what works and leave what doesn't. Um, and growing because, you know, it's been a it's been a journey to to discover self. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it so it started in 2017, um, 2018, um, more refined in the community. Um, 2019 really see what the need more was for our community, which was around you know, this, um, making sure that there was security at different places and um, and uh, making sure that our community understood, you know, all the different types of self-defense there was and how we could combat, you know, um, uh, the culture of decadent gun, the the the, the negative side of, of guns in our community and, um, you know, teach about it from a positive perspective so that, you know, um, women, adults, uh, anybody could be teaching other kids about guns from a positive perspective so they don't become like this um, thing in in their life, well, pretty much so that they don't learn about it from music, movies, in the streets, which right. are, is a negative way to learn about it. So both that and then pushing our history on top of that so we really have a solid foundation of how to move. Um, that's what our organization is like really about. Like that's the the foundation of it. So yeah, and we chose the elephant as um the symbol for the organization because it's the largest on land, you know, strongest on land, um, one of the most loving creatures, but you know, can beat any of the most ferocious animals. Um and uh they're also matriarchal, you know what I'm saying? And uh they keep um that you know they're 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 they make sure that the women are in leadership and are running stuff. And the main reason is because of the memory. And, you know, we're big on history and remembering our ancestors who they tried to bury, you know, and not trying to uh, give us the education on who they were so that we can grow into who we are. So um, we chose that because of the elephant's memory and also our ancestors are the elephants in the room. So um, that's where it came from. So a huge inspiration for both from the UNIA ACL, which was Marcus Garvey's organization, and uh, the Black Panther Party. That's what's up. So um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to ask you anyway. So what is your motivation for continuing the work that you do? Like, what's your why on why you're doing what you're, what you're doing? Um, Man, my motivation is really seeing, you know, my family, you know, my friends, um, dying, you know, in the streets, uh, going to jail, you know what I'm saying? Or just, you know, succumbing to like, you know, mental illness, you know, like, man, it, it just be so many different routes that be negative that, you know, I see black people from lower class cultures, um, go into, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, my motivation is really to, you know, reverse that to make sure that, you know, we stop going to prison and, you know, what I'm saying abolish the whole slave system in general, because um, that's something I didn't mention. But we do work with um, a lot of brothers inside uh, the prisons and the brothers who are getting out. Um, so but, um, yeah, abolishing that system and, you know, uh, abolishing this, you know, anti-black system that we're that we're in, you know. Right. So that's it. That's 
my main motivation for it to reverse reverse that. So describe your journey, you know, and this is relevant, right, to what you feel like success is. But just describe your journey towards success and what has been some of your biggest lessons learned as you're heading towards success. Man, uh, my journey towards success, it's been um, it's definitely been a learning process because, uh, you know, coming out of coming out of actual gangbanging. You know, uh, I wouldn't think that in these areas where people are supposed to be helping the community, there's gangbanging going on, you know, and that's got to be my biggest lesson is to um, really uh, be uh, make sure that you have a plan, you know, making sure that um, everything is planned out uh, to the T and working from your own uh working from your own uh, um, square so that, you know, the foundation is like very sturdy and not really trying to depend on other people, but um, but really, you know, focusing on yourself and then leaning on uh, other people that actually want to help you build and grow. You know what I'm saying? Like build 206. <laughs> Plug. Shout out. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about this before and a lot of it, gang culture, you know, and even community work culture is still all rooted in capitalism, right? So that's where the institution, I call it institutional gangbanging. It's the same behaviors, it's just acting out in different ways. So it's, you know, but really when you understand that that's coming from a place of people are trying to eat, people are trying to feed their families. And sometimes when that happens, people don't always make the best decisions, you know, gang life, you know, when you're either doing whatever you gotta do or in community work or whatever else, whatever else is going on. So this understanding understanding that so um so yeah we're going to take a, a quick quick commercial break and uh, we'll be back in the studio in a second here with ed get informed about your rights as an employee working in the city of seattle check out builds labor law information at www.build206.com forward slash labor standards today what's up all y'all we're back in the studio uh with my guy ed uh welcome back it's bill 206 media and it's another episode of the bill black wealth podcast um so Ed, what resources do you think are needed for others in our community to see success start a business or organization like what do you think like is the most like top two or three resources that folks need well first of all they need built uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, no um yeah i mean they do we need to build you know in every community in this in this culture in um in um this country and in the world you know, um, more more people that are pushing, you know, incubators, you know, that's that's one is a top resource because it's not even just like, oh, it's trying to help you, you know, uh, here's some money work. No, here's some money and stay connected so we can have an interview with you and push your business out and we can um, connect you with other resources in the community. So that's that's a top resource would be number one for me. So like more of these type of incubation um, type of uh, community organization groups programs around there. Um, second, um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, second, uh, man, uh, you know, because I feel like that's a huge one. But second would be like uh, more spaces that uh, people could, um, you know, access to more spaces for people's businesses. Because um, I mean, affordable spaces. I, I would say too with uh, assistance from uh, the city government to be pouring in because 
we know that a big thing that's missing from our communities is reparations. And right. we never got reparations for 400 years of slavery. We played reparations to Japanese for the internment camps. Reparations that went to Holocaust victims. And, right. and uh, they, <laughs> the, the American government weren't even the Nazis that did that to them. And they, right. ha- and they got reparations. So we ne- that's what we need. There needs to be... Um, uh, um, more more um, uh, resources poured into spaces where people could um, actually have you know their businesses, storefronts, community centers, etc. You're talking about American descendants of slaves. Resources for American descendants of slaves. Just to be clear, because sometimes these stuff turns into BIPOC and all this other stuff. So yeah, yeah, for African American descendants of slaves, black people that were taken from Africa over the last 400 years, not people who um, are non, non-black non people. Cool. Just wanted to be clear on that so we know what we're talking about. Um, and I agree. So I think those are some top resources. You know, you know, I'll speak a little bit about the incubator program and what our philosophy is around that. So the Build Black Wealth incubator program, we invested some money in 20 black led organizations or and or black led businesses and it wasn't just about the resources it was also about the education component the mentorship piece and that's um those are two themes that come up from a lot of the people that we interview is one you need capital you need resources and then you need education and mentorship um, from a trusting mentor to actually be able to navigate some of these processes and systems that are in place so you don't get caught up not doing your taxes or uh, having profit and loss statements and, and those types of things so people can understand uh, how to be efficient in running a business or an, and or an organization. And, you know, even if it's an organization grassroots, there's a level of business that goes, as you're aware, level of business that goes into the administrative pieces that go into operating that. So those are some things that we tried to encompass in this incubator program. And we're looking forward to kicking off another one next year uh, coming up here soon uh, to, to, to re-up it and, and make it bigger and better. Um, so, yeah, so I agree. Spaces, you know, spaces that actually have activities, programs, gatherings, uh, that's critical. Uh, definitely resources are critical. And I agree, you know, if we're paying taxes, this is really our money. We're not asking them to give us anything. It's really resources that are ours and we should have access to and we should decide <clears throat> how we get to use them in our community to to better our opportunities. Um, so thank you for for sharing that. Um and so, I just want to say shout out to Build because uh, some of the money from the incubation process went to getting um, um, our, inst- our self-defense uh, instructors certified in their training. So shout out to y'all. That's what, that's what that's what the money is for, to help people be more resilient and grow, build their capacity and uh, hopefully ultimately build black wealth. That's, you know, it sounds catchy, but it's really, really, in a nutshell, that's really what it's about. So. I'm glad we could help. Glad, um, you know, looking forward to seeing what what uh, comes from that endeavor that you guys are pushing into now being more solidified and having the uh, the resources to make put put the structures in place. So as an entrepreneur. What is one tip or trick that you've learned that helped you succeed? Um, As an entrepreneur, the biggest tip I would say is. uh, you know, not doing it by yourself, um, not just thinking you can just go on the internet and research a bunch of stuff and be able to just come with this whole thing by yourself, but actually, you know, finding solid people that you could work with. Um, and, you know, at times you do got to do it by yourself, but, you know, finding solid people to work with um, has been the best for me because, I mean, 
me personally with some of the stuff that I've been wanting to do, I wasn't completely laced on. So having somebody um, involved in it, you know, whether it be a business partner or a mentor of some type, or even just a person that you meet up with one time and pay him a hundred dollars to teach you um, a few things or get pointers from them, um, that that alone, I would say, has been the biggest help. Just um, yeah, yeah. The team aspect of we got a saying: it's like find people you can huddle up with and not bump bump heads all the time because you're going to bump heads sometimes. You know, you're not going to agree on everything, but. You know, we got to be able to huddle up and, and not have a bunch of issues because a lot of times the issues is taking a lot of energy to pull away from a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, what is what is the best advice that you can give someone that's looking to start an organization, start a business? Like what's like some of the best advice you would give somebody that's looking at this where they are kind of stuck and trying to get through the process, they maybe doing research, trying to figure stuff out. You know, sometimes people overthink things. It's hard to get out the out the blocks to get going. So what is some of the best advice you would give give somebody if you were going to mentor somebody or give them advice about starting an organization and or a business? Um, yeah, the best advice I would I could give people is pretty much to, um, you know, f- both find find a mentor and just get out there and just do it. Um, you know, over the last few years, I've made a lot of mistakes. And I'm grateful for them because they're lessons that are priceless. You know, they taught me how to move both in my personal and public and business life. You know what I'm saying? Like um, that that's uh, that's one piece of advice. And the second I would say is protect your reputation. You know, like, you know, you're really only as good as your name. And, um, you know, and it's not even just about protecting your reputation, but it's about you actually having integrity so that your reputation does stay strong and that, you know, you actually are on a path to, to, to actually accomplishing everything that you need to accomplish for your business, for your community, whatever you're trying to do. Um, so yeah, have, have that integrity to, as a, as a defense for both yourself so that you can be strong internally and to uh, make sure that your reputation continues to take you along. Yeah. And that's solid advice for just building wealth in general that, you know, basically you need to have a good brand. If your brand is bad, then it's going to you're not going to have the wealth that you're trying to get or trying to trying to achieve or grow. So your 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 uh, your name is everything. And uh, word of mouth is the best marketing is the best marketing, you know, when you um when you're making things happen anyway. So word of mouth, like people, the community says what people say about you. So that's, that's, that's key solid advice um, for folks. So thanks. Uh, yeah. So uh, how do folks get in contact? You want to look right directly into the camera and tell folks how to get in contact with you. The information is definitely in the description, uh, but I want to give you an opportunity to connect with people and let them know how to get in contact with you and, and the work that you're doing. So uh, you can get in contact with us um, through uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, our website, uh, which is uh, theblackelephantparty.org. Um, our Instagram is um, is a uh, uh, blackelephantpartyorg. So it's pretty much the same thing. Um, and and black is spelled with a B L A Q. Um, you know, what I'm saying quality. <laughs> so yeah, that's how you can get in in touch with us. Uh, for this year, we have uh, took this year to really build infrastructure. Um, but our website is up and active and you could contact us uh, with anything and really look out for us next year because we're coming with a lot of teams. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, brother. And we're looking forward to seeing what next year has in store 
for the work that you guys are doing. And uh, once again, you guys, make sure you guys go out and support. Look at the work that they're doing. They have volunteer opportunities, opportunities for you guys to engage and support and participate in the activities and events that they're doing. Uh, once again, this is Dre with Build 206 Media, Brothers Uniting Leadership Development. We're in the Dancing in the Rain Media Studios, and this is another episode of the Bill Blackwell Podcast. Until next time, peace. Peace. Thanks for having me. Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.